Welcome to the Mom Life Balance Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Bartholomew. I'm a certified emotional intelligence coach and a mom of three. I've spent over 15 years balancing that mom life while reaching for personal and professional goals. And it's my mission to help moms just like you do exactly that. I am so glad you've joined me. Let's get started. My guest today is Miranda Morris. Miranda is the owner of Infinite Radiance Wellness, where she helps guide women who are feeling frustrated in their bodies and dealing with leakage and prolapse to find freedom physically and mentally so they can be their most confident and joyful self and feel more connected to their families. She is married to her high school sweetheart, who's a firefighter and paramedic, and they have a three-year-old daughter and three big fur babies. You are going to love this conversation. All right. Thanks, Miranda, so much for being on the podcast today. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Kristen. I'm excited as well and can't wait to see what all we discussed today. Thank you. It was fun. I was on your podcast last week and it's just been so super fun to watch you just grow and change in your own business. So you, you know, as a little background for the listeners, you started off, we met at a networking meeting, um, in McKinney at the McKinney Babes in Business and um, randomly met at that met networking meeting. You ended up doing some coaching with me and now you're actually part of the Balanced Mompreneurs coaching group, which is super fun. And you, during our time together, you launched your business and now, my gosh, you're like off and running and have your own podcast and signing clients and doing all sorts of fun stuff. So it's super fun to have you here. Thank you. I know it's been a big transition, even thinking as you're talking, you know, just from January when we first met to now, and even just my journey where I am, you know, it's, it's crazy to see where I've been and where I've come to, but it's exciting and excited to see, you know, the continued growth that I have and where I've yet to, to go. Absolutely. Cool. So Miranda, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, I know where to start. There's so much that we can go into, but I am a mom. I have a three-year-old daughter. I'm also, um, I have a three-year-old daughter. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart. And I personally love helping women through different challenges in their life physically and mentally and love helping to empower them and support them through their life. So that's where my passion comes from outside of my family life, where I love spending my time. Um, But we live in the McKinney, Texas area. Um, My daughter, she's about three and a half. Um, My husband, he's a firefighter paramedic. And so that's kind of been something with his schedule, we can go into more, you know, and just like mom life and having my daughter, um, you know, sometimes 24 hours or more at a time. Um, But we have three big dogs, they're Siberian Husky Shepherd type dogs. Um, But yeah, we love just being active in different ways too. And especially me, an athlete um, was my background. I played volleyball in college. I love just challenging my body, being active in different ways, which is a lot of where my passion in helping women stay active, you know, comes from too, but yeah, enjoy all types of fitness and activity. And I started my own business in November. I'm a physical therapist by training. And I actually got into that back whenever I was in high school playing volleyball. I tore my ACL and my knee playing volleyball and was so devastated that 
I wouldn't get to play volleyball again or get to play in college. And so I went through physical therapy and that helped me come back a stronger and better volleyball player that I didn't think I was going to be able to do, but I did. And I was already wanting to do something in the medical field, help serve people at a deeper level, help them overcome a lot of these challenges. And so after my experience, I knew physical therapy is what I wanted to do. So I set my eyes on that, um, did undergrad, went through physical therapy school. And then physical therapy school is where my interest in women's health and pelvic floor physical therapy began um, whenever we had a guest lecturer come in for four hours one day and educate us on pelvic floor and what it was. That's all the education we got in school. So of course, a lot of that has come after school, but um, a lot of my journey to where I am and what I'm doing in my business has stemmed from that you know, background in sports, what I went through as a teen, and then also going into motherhood as I was going through that journey of being a new physical therapist, kind of getting that entry-level job, working my butt off, working 40, 50 hours a week. You know, at first it's like, oh, this is just how it is when you're starting off, you know, in a yeah. job. But then I had my daughter and that completely shifted my perspective on how I wanted to be spending my time um, because it just broke my mom heart to drop her off at 630 and her be the first one at school and sometimes picking her up at 630 and she was the last one. And I was like, I just can't do this anymore. And so um, that kind of pushed me into starting my own business. And then also the, just what I went through as a mom too, after having yeah. her my own physical, emotional, um, you know, issues that I dealt with. And like physically I dealt with peeing my pants whenever I would cough or with exercises I was trying to get into and dealing with prolapse where, uh, my bladder was starting to descend a little bit and cause some discomfort and just did not feel good in my body. And then throw in being in COVID times, right. Yeah. I had March of 2020. And so, not only was I dealing with some physical issues that was frustrating and overwhelming, but like trying to figure out, okay, a newborn, you know, mm -hmm. take care of her and learning all the things, trying to look up all the things, probably right. Overthinking too much being a first time mom, but, and then not being able to get out and do really anything outside yeah. of being inside being a mom. So it was a really challenging experience for sure. in all those different aspects and it just, you know, I did not feel like I had a lot of support and it was super hard. And I just thought too, even in my experience working with women, especially other moms primarily is a lot of similar struggles in that way where we, you are thrown into motherhood, not a ton of support. Sometimes we're dealing with those physical issues, but a lot of us also the emotional issues and just our identity, my identity for a yeah. long time after I had her wasn't being a mom. And mm -hmm. that's all I knew for a while until, you know, there were times I'm like, why do I not feel like deep down myself and happy? And so of course, like my daughter, she'd make me happy and my husband, but deep down I was like, you know, I don't, I'm not doing things I enjoy or feel like myself fully. And so that's where I went on this journey of kind of discovering myself again mm -hmm. and what I enjoy doing and then I've seen a lot of other moms struggle with that as well. Yeah. And so that's just kind of taking from 
my experiences, but also what I've seen other women and moms go through that I've worked with and in past jobs that I've had as a physical therapist, I didn't ever feel like I was reaching my full potential to serve the most that I could. And that I felt like, you know, God was calling me to do. And so that's where in starting my own business, it's just been really refreshing and eye-opening that, I mean, the sky's the limit on what I can do to serve these women and moms and that I can not only help them through the physical changes of helping their body heal from issues like, you know, leakage and prolapse or, you know, pelvic pain, those different pelvic floor related issues, but I can also help them fully and meet them where they're at with life, you know, with the emotional challenges that we're going through our spiritual journey as well, and just fully support them and create that environment where not only focus on the physical, but I can also help them in these other areas, which all go together and can help the you know mom and client that I'm working with get so much further. And that's where part of my business name, Infinite Radiance Wellness came from is you know, my journey to find that deepest happiness within myself so that I'm, you know, radiant, living my best life. You know, I want that for other women too, is to be in that state of just feeling like they're infinitely radiant um, and living the life that they're called to, too. So I wanted to make sure I had this full encompassing way to help serve moms and women. I love that. So, you know, in hearing your story, I hear little, I hear lots of combinations of, you know, that overlap from where you came from in your youth, the athleticism, the setback of, um, you know, uh, of your injury during your volleyball years, and then learning how to recover from that. And then it sounds like, um, not the same, but a similar thing happened when you had your, your daughter, was that setback of, okay, who am I now? How do I adjust to this and learning how to push through work through and, you know, rebound in a way that you're, you're moving forward in a, a bit of a different direction, but a great direction in the right direction for you. And, and when you said, you know, that you wanted to rethink how you were spending your time, um, that's something that I hear a lot. In fact, um, I would say, nine times out of 10, probably basically 10 times out of 10, when I talk to women about what their biggest needs are, the word that comes up is flexibility. And so even for you, as you were deciding, you know, and even when we started meeting, you were at at the, how old's your daughter now? Uh, Three and a half. Three and a half. So she was only like two and a half, you know, close to three. And you know, that shift in, okay, rethinking, what am I doing? Where am I going? How am I going to build this? What is this going to look like? Um, yeah, those are big, those are big decisions. Um, what do you think was a really important part of you deciding to move forward in the path that you're going in? You know, I think it really just came down to, where I saw our life go or like what I wanted out of life for myself, my daughter and my husband and wanting that flexibility to, you know, travel and have more quality time together than just the, okay, end of the uh, work day, we get a little bit of time and then let's look forward to the weekend, you know, and just going through that cycle wanted more for 
how we lived our life and more flexibility, not only within the week and having time together. Like one important thing was what kind of mom do I want to be for her? Kind of seeing how mm-hmm. I grew up. My mom, for the most part, we maybe um, you know, rode the bus one year. She tried it for a little bit. Um, but most of the time she would pick us up uh, or take us to school, pick us up. If we were ever sick, she worked from home. And so mm-hmm. we'd just be at home. I mean, for her, I remember us going in there like, mom, we need something. And she'd be like, hold on, I'm on a call. You know, yep. so that can be a hard balance, I'm sure, from the mom perspective. But sure. it was awesome to just be able to still be at home with her whenever um, we needed to and her have that flexibility. And so when looking at my life and how I wanted to set it up with my daughter, I want to be able to create that environment where I can take her to school. I can pick her up. I can go to her after school functions and be involved. That's, you know, whenever I think about what kind of mom do I want to be, I want to be present in that way. And so the traditional way of physical therapy was not going to do it. And I actually thought about starting my own business right after I had her, but I was going to pelvic floor therapy and I, those limiting self-beliefs of, Oh, I don't have enough experience. I need to learn more. And so I didn't, but here we are two years later, right? I did what I thought I needed to do. I, you know, got the experience and all of that and still wasn't happy in those other jobs and led me to, you know, this is what I need to do. And so looking back, you know, do I wish I would have started whenever I first thought about it? Yes. But ultimately, right. Like the road I took is what I was supposed to take. I learned Mm -hmm. from it through. And so that's where just really finally getting to this place of what do I want for my life, for myself and my family and seeing what will help me get there and setting my eyes on that. Um, But it's hard being an entrepreneur is hard. Definitely like, wow, could it be easier to go back to a corporate (laughs) job? But right. Keeping at the forefront, what my, why and mm-hmm. why I'm doing this, I would not be able to do, you know, what I want to do in that setting. So right. I keep, you know, reminding myself and keep that at the forefront for like continuing to push forward through hard times. Cause they're going to come, <laughs> they're going to continue to come Yeah, continue to keep my why at the front of it, um, to continue pushing me yeah. forward. And I mean, there are going to be difficult challenges, whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you went back to work and it's a matter of choosing which difficulty you want to, you know, accept. And, and so it sounds like for you, even when you were talking about that, that dropping her off at six 30 in the morning and picking her up at six 30, that's not easy either. And, um, you know, so gaining the flexibility, there's a cost to that, but there's also a cost to going the other direction. And I think at the end of the day, isn't that kind of a lot of what life is about, um, is choosing which hard you're going to do, right. Which one you're going to let, uh, led into your world and, and which one you're not. So, when you started your business, you know, you talked about, um, needing to get that confidence that you had, you know, wish you had started it years ago, which I mean, a lot of moms on the, that are listening to this podcast, they might be 20 years into raising their kids thinking, man, I wish I had started this sooner, but 
you know, I think it's always important to remember that you are where you are for a reason and what you learned through those years are invaluable to helping you be where you are going to get to where you're going and where, where you are today. Right. Um, and so, you know, you don't, you don't choose always the, the timeline. Sometimes you can, but sometimes the timeline happens to you and, um, there's value in, in that. So as you think back of, you know, two years ago and man, I wish I had started it and I needed to gain this confidence. What do you think was really crucial for you to have that mindset shift and feel like, okay, I can do this now. Hmm. Yeah. I really think it's just that finding that belief in myself or maybe, you know, part of me and I don't just my whole life, you know, seeing more so like, oh, this can be done, you know, Mm -hmm. gives me proof that, oh, this is something I can do too. Or seeing what directions I could go kind of getting ideas um, for that has been helpful. But um, ultimately, I think just getting to a place where I one saw the vision clear enough where, cause that's one thing I've struggled with is the overwhelm overthinking can't make a decision. Right. So whenever mm-hmm. I get clarity on, okay, this is what I want. This is where I want to go. But the main thing looking into myself and me feeling confident that I can do it mm-hmm. is the biggest thing where back then I had those limiting beliefs got the best of me and just talked yeah. to me out of, you know, like, oh, you're not good enough. People won't think you're good enough. You know, you can't do it. And so those just, I guess, got to me enough where I went, what felt like the safer route and, you know, part of my story and what I needed to do to get to where I am to further show me like, no, you aren't meant for these jobs. There's more out there for you. You did what you thought you needed to do in those different uh, work environments that you thought you needed or would help you get what you were looking for, but ultimately didn't. So I think part of that, just having to prove to myself, like, no, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Um, and almost kind of seeing like the experience myself, like, oh no, pushed me to do that. Um, so that's where I think just me and for a lot of people, I'm sure, right. Learning from not necessarily mistakes, but learning from our experiences. Yeah. So I think that's just what I needed at the time was to see and make sure like all these options uh, weren't going to work out to really throttle me and push me into, um, you know, where I am now. Yeah. You know, back then I would have had this, yes, I can do it. But it was that buildup. But now just seeing that and where I want to get to and just the self-work that I've done, even within that time. Yeah. Trying to remember when, I don't know, she was probably just six months old at the time that I was considering that. And so I still hadn't done the, the me work, Mm -hmm. uh, get to that space. So, yeah. And that's where I feel like a lot of women are like me, you know, for the longest time. And some people go way longer, you know, than I did. Whoa. Like diving into like being identity as a mom, like this isn't normal, you know? So if I would have done some more of that work sooner and kind of finding my self-worth and building up my confidence and all of that, I think that could have been a game changer back then for sure. And, but so in that span of time, I have done some of that work, which also helps me build that natural confidence 
in kind of my trajectory and how I'm moving forward for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think about, you know, when I think about that season that you were in where you were kind of fighting yourself, right? You had this part that wanted to do something else. And then you had these limiting beliefs that were holding you back. So you were kind of had this inner, inner argument going on and, um, you overcame that and you worked through that and you learned from it. And what makes me think about is how valuable that is to be able to bring that knowledge and experience to your clients who are going through probably a lot of the same inner fight, right? where they want something different, but they don't know how to get it. And um, so that's where you step in and you help your clients work through some challenges physically, mentally, and emotionally. So I would love for you to share um, just some information and some you know, content that you think would be helpful for the listeners um, who are moms and who might be struggling with some of the things that you that you help your clients with all the time. Yeah, I think one of the most important things is no, you're not alone and how you're feeling. You're not the only one feeling that way, but not in a way that should make you feel like you shouldn't have those feelings, but just that there's other people, a support system essentially of moms out there, which I've ever since then, like I've loved finding a community of moms that just relate. We share these experiences and you see you're not alone and y'all talk through it and how y'all can help each other you know, maybe someone's already gone through that stage and they have advice or they're in it with you and y'all are support system. So I think that's a big thing is, um, you know, and for me, I think I got on like the, it was COVID time. So the peanut app and trying to like talk with other moms that way, yeah. too, you know, was good to just have that socialization. But now that we can get out more, I think finding, you know, a community of moms, locally where you're at, or even, you know, online, a space you feel comfortable, um, where y'all can share in your experiences, which helps you feel less alone and more supported. Um, cause that can make a difference, not only in that emotional support, but also if you're going through a lot physically with maybe pelvic floor issues, like with what I've experienced, just having that offload of just that, you know, mental drain that can help with the physical side of things too. So, that support is huge and knowing that any, any physical issues that might be happening, you know, bringing light to those aren't normal. Like as a mom, just yeah. because you had a baby, you don't have to be settling with peeing your pants or, you know, pain that you might have. I, you know, talked to somebody recently, um, who after their birth experience, um, you know, fractured their tailbone and different, and they were just sent home, no instructions on how to, for one, right. We're caring for a newborn, but also like how to take care of your body, you know? So there's a lot that just, unfortunately, moms are not given support of in this time frame of major shift in our life. We're going into motherhood, physical changes, uh, emotional changes, and then with our child, depending on how they are, that can play into, you know, our emotions and how we feel. So there's a lot in this time frame, And so just knowing those physical issues, just yeah. because you're a mom and you gave birth to a child does not mean you have to settle with those two. So definitely yeah. it's, it's hard. There can be a lot, it can be overwhelming in that, you know, time frame, postpartum and being a new mom, Um, so trying to make a lot of changes at once is not, you know, the best way, but where you can 
little changes, like finding that group for emotional support. And then if you can find somebody locally, or I'd be happy if anyone's having physical issues to support you um, in that as well and helping you overcome that. So that's not limiting you being able to be active with your baby, getting them up off the floor or in the crib, or as they've grown running and playing with them. Don't want mom sitting out of life because of those physical issues. So I think the biggest thing is support really for all of those different aspects, because I know me, (laughs) Like I can be resistant to support. And I feel like a lot of women and moms that I've met too, we tend to think we have to be the super women, do it all, take care of everybody, wear all the hats. And it can be hard to ask for support. So I'd say the biggest piece of advice, especially in that newly postpartum period is finding some way you can let people in and ask for support. That's a major, major game changer. Yeah. Yeah. As a mom, whether you're a new mom or you're a veteran mom, you're not alone and you don't have to do this journey alone. And there are women who have overcome some of the same obstacles that you're going through. And then there are also women who are helping with you overcome those obstacles. And so leaning into that, you know, I mean, if we had, if one of our children had a physical or mental or emotional need, I mean, any sort of need at all, we would find, we would go to the ends of the earth to find the right resources for them. And then a lot of times we just kind of put our needs on a shelf and say, well, you know, I'm too busy taking care of the kids. I'll worry about that someday. And then does someday even ever come is the question, because there's always something we can worry about. Meanwhile, we're giving from this empty tank, right? We're trying to fill other people up when we are lacking sometimes the resources that we need for ourselves. So, um, you know, I'm a huge proponent of getting those resources, whether it's a coach, whether it's a therapist, whether it's a support group, um, you know, whatever you're specifically working through at that time, making sure that, you know, sometimes it's just making sure that you've got a, the kind of friend group that you need, that's really building into you in positive ways, you know, um, joining a Bible study or a book club, just being aware of what your needs are at the time. I think that's the first step is just like taking a minute and taking an inventory of, okay, what are my actual needs right now? Is it physical? Is it mental, emotional, spiritual, a combination, um, until you even recognize that, then you're not even going to know where to go for support and help. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're not alone, no matter what you're going through it. And I love that you're kind of debunking this myth that you have a baby, you go home and boom, you're back to normal. I mean, I talk about it a lot, uh, to tell the story of when I went for my interview after having my son and he was six months old. And I remember going to the interview and just feeling like, it was like out of body. Like I didn't even recognize myself. I put on a dress I hadn't worn since I had before I had him and, you know, heels. And I'd been like just living in, you know, mom, you know, the mom uniform of sweats and t-shirts and, and I don't even wear sweats and t-shirts, but you know, I had a six month old son and I was working from home full time. So there was only so dressed up I was getting and to get dressed up, put together, go in for an interview and, you know, still like I had a six month old, like my body was still biologically responding to that in multiple ways. And we're supposed to kind of hide it. Now, of course there's like this, you know, what's appropriate in social settings and not, I'm not saying that you should go and, you know, talk about this openly. However, to have a support where, you know, 
you just feel like an, I feel like an alien to be quite honest with you walking in there. Like, what am I doing here? And so I love that you say you're not alone because I wasn't alone. I felt really alone though. Yeah, for sure. There are definitely a lot of times where we can feel alone. And like you said, you know, sometimes it's not as easy as, okay, let me have someone help me and support me and take something off my plate and give you a little breather. Sometimes it's looking more deeply at how can I best get support or what do I need? And that's, I think where, I don't know if it's just, you know, maybe growing up, like for me, I feel like getting in tune with my emotions has been so new and different that, you know, I'm like, whoa, like, I feel like I never like growing up, like you really acknowledged your emotions or looked into it very much where, you know, I think that's something maybe for other people too, like looking into what they need and really taking the time to, especially in that phase, if you're busy, new mom, a lot you can do really taking that stop everything, that peace and quiet and reflecting. Yeah. Thing that is hard for a lot of people, or maybe sometimes the skill of like reflecting and thinking through and finding those thoughts too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have, that's why I have on my website, the mom life balance inventory. It's just a free resource. And it's just, all it is, is really just taking an inventory of where you are right now and where the gap is so that you can decide where do I go from here? Right. And if, you know, a client comes to me and they have this physical need, um, then I would know to send them right to you. Right. I mean, as, as coaches and as supporters of women and of moms, you know, I know I, I, I'm going to assume, and I, but I know you, so I know you feel like this and I feel the same way that, you know, we meet the needs that we can. And if not, we're making sure that our, you know, I want to say Rolodex, which is so old fashioned, but like our contacts are, you know, well-equipped to meet whatever the need is so that we can work together. Our goals are to support women, period, no matter where they are, no matter where they are in their journey or what they need. And we, you know, help each other do that. So, um, yeah, knowing the best way to, because there's, we're not going to, some people, you know, there's going to be areas where we need an expert in. And I love having, as I've, you know, started my own business too, just the community and network that I've made has been awesome just to have yeah. people I trust so much to take on, you know, if someone needs extra help with the emotional side, nutrition, you know, and all of that, that I have people that I'm like, Hey, you can trust them. They're awesome. That can help guide you deeper in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Miranda, as we get ready to kind of wrap it up here for this call, uh, what do you think needs to be said that's left unsaid for the moms that are listening? You know, I'd say, I mean, the biggest thing is think from the emotional side, like it's okay if you have those times where, you know, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed or not sure why you like it you're not a bad mom I guess is what I'm trying to say because I feel like a lot of us beat ourselves up of like oh I'm reacting this way or you know what I'm doing like pretty much a lot of things we do we can beat ourselves up so I just want you to know yep. you are an amazing mom you're the perfect mom for your kid you know they're your mm-hmm. child for a reason and so whatever you decide to do that's the best decision yeah that you know, you can make for you and your child. So you are an amazing mom. You're the perfect mom for your kid. And there are times where, you know, you might not feel like yourself, but 
kind of like going back then from where we've talked about is then looking into yourself and finding ways to support yourself um, as best as you can. But ultimately at the end of the day, you're the best mom and perfect mom for your kids. So I just want to make sure all the moms out there know that and hear that because I don't feel like we hear that enough. I agree. That's awesome. And I totally agree. Thank you, Miranda. I'm going to make sure that all of the ways that my listeners can contact you are in the show notes. And if um, anyone has any interest in learning more about your program or reaching out to you, if they do have a need um, that you serve around that physical piece or even any of the coaching opportunities that you have, they'll have the links to reach out to you. Thanks so much for being on the program today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Mom Life Balance Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were challenged and learned something new and feel encouraged to take on a new and exciting adventure for yourself and for your family. To learn more about what I do and how I coach moms every single day, one-on-one and in groups and all of the offerings that I have, please check out my website, www.kmbcoaching.com or you can find me on social media at Mom Life Balance.